And hi. Welcome back to One Hit. High points. This is Kareem. And Travis. All right. So it's been a little bit of a hiatus. Um, it's been a, literally a hiatus. It's like we've had a lot of shit going on. High eight us. The high eight us. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're up here in the studio right now. Um, uh, we haven't been up here, I would say, in like several months since like the summer season started, even since the spring season, right? Yeah, yeah, probably, you know, uh, early summer is when the last time we came up here, you know, it just got too hot and steamy. Heat rises to the top. Right? You know, I, I tried my best with the air conditioners and that, but, you know, it's just we're in a unfinished attic and it's not the best installated. So I think that's something, you know, that we need to... Unfinished attic, but honestly, guys, this is Unfinished like, attic, but it's kind of Yeah, awesome. so, I mean, we'll we'll show you, we'll give you like a little mini tour, Um probably one day when we stream but it's actually like coming together we've seen this place develop slowly it went from being like this little dusty attic with a little bed in the middle and now it's a sick carpet all my vinyls um the vinyls that we now share together um we have a bunch of cool um like uh art little pieces and like glow lights and um yeah just really cool neon lights and little seven inch vinyls hung up yeah it's a Fun posters little, yeah it's cool like it's kind of a fun together. little space you know yeah. it's, it's honestly i think this is what october yeah. um so this started to come to life you know november right right after thanksgiving so yeah. my parents were here you know you know family those type of things and then as soon as they basically walked out the door on right after thanksgiving it's kind of like okay remodel time um oh, shit <laughs> That just spilled everywhere. Bubbly splatters. <laughs> might destroy the sound voice mixer thingy. Might destroy. <laughs> might get electrocuted on on the live stream. Oh, please don't, because I'm touching you. You might electrocute me as well. All right. Well, yeah, our knees are touching. So yeah. So, um. Anyway, so today's episode. I think we were. What, what were we talking about? I think we were about to do like laundry or something. And I and I was re- referencing because I think the podcast came to be because I just always splat out like random bursts of information and things that are just really deep out of nowhere. And people are like, whoa. So I think the podcast came to life because you were like, we should start a podcast. Like you, you talk a lot and you're passionate and you know, you talked about how you want to be, you know, continuing your YouTube stuff. Well, why don't you just do a podcast if you're like feeling a type of way being on camera and that's it's just, almost kind of like how you told me like well just do it like just buy the hot tub you want it like shut up and i'm like so it's, it's kind <laughs> just of like buy the hot tub and, and it's just kind of like i'm like okay you talk about wanting a podcast all the time so do it and guess what now we're here you know 25 episodes in and it seems like, like yesterday wild. well it kind of was yesterday it's not that old you know yeah, I mean, yeah, because the 25th episode, like, literally was posted, like, two days ago or something. Last week. Yeah, right. whatever. Anyway, so, um, when you're, when you get high, often you lose a, you know, your sense of time or track of time, whatever. Yeah, it's interesting that way. Um, um I- yeah, so, and I think just a little quick moral of the story he just referenced, like, just, if you're going to talk about it, often just do it, because if you're obviously talking about it enough, you're manifesting it enough, just do it, you can make it happen. Your brain's going to keep t- thinking about it until it actually happens, so... Why don't you just save yourself some time and just do it? Just do it. Just do it. Um, but yes, yeah, so anyways, I was doing like laundry and I just shouted out at him. I'm like, I just can't stand like titles. And he's like, titles? And I was like, yeah, like titles. They're just so annoying. Like everyone has to put like a title about who they are, what they're doing, what they're associated with. And you also said like labels, you mean? And I was like, yeah, like labels too. And like, I guess titles too. And I just feel like it's just the whole thing. Like, okay, I think titles 
and labels are necessary when you're referring to inanimate objects. I think, you know, titles and work positions can is appropriate, but titles in terms of like, you know, self-declared, you know, uh, social, social ideologies in, in the labels that come with that title, it just, it all is so, I don't know, just such a kind of watering down of what it is to be a person that, that is relatable and connected yeah. together. Yeah. I kind of feel like you're shitting on the human experience by saying, look how different I am and look how different my experiences are that even though I know there's like 8 billion plus people in the world that I'm just so absolutely completely special and unique and no one can relate to me. And I think that's what label creating and, and title creating does. It just makes you segregate, segregate yourself from the human yeah, but experience. I think on the flip side, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay, not that it. I, I not do. that I really care about and titles either or labels, but mm. I, I think a lot of people use them or see them as in a, 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 a self of a identity. Like people, you know, we, we get caught up in as in, you know, I'm a, you know, a male. I'm, you know, like, <sighs> Like I'm, I'm saying, like all of those go back down to labeling, and so yeah. we get caught up into. It. I think where you're getting at is when we use titles that are more of where people trying to use them for self gain, where it, it's like, well, no, I'm a you know a young male, like you can't you know be prejudiced against me in the workplace. Like we try to use it to gain ourselves to make ourselves look better, as well as label ourselves. I think so. I think there's places where they're reasonable you know because it's it's they're descriptive like if i look at this person across the street this person is wearing a blue shirt like that that is a label almost it, it's the boy in a blue shirt no not necessarily i'm talking about i'm so not talking about inanimate objects like, i'm not talking about inanimate objects i'm talking about like ideologies like things like where people okay, are maybe give i don't know if we want to give examples of different labels that we're thinking of so for example like obviously i'm queer right that's but that's the term I use because that's the term that was given to me. And I and then I say to myself, I'm like, okay, wait, but am I queer? Like, what does that even mean? Right? Like, what does it truly mean? Because at the because end of the day, the label itself is not your identity. So you don't associate with the label. There you go. And and then and and but there's something so beautiful about being able to say, I'm not part of like a collective herd mentality based person where just because a term was given to me mm -hmm. i just automatically say okay that's my that's my squad that's my tribe like yeah i'm queer yeah. like in my mind i'm like i'm just a human like i i'm just myself and you know i don't want to sound like the corny cliche thing where it's like i don't want to be labeled i, I just want to be myself stop it's not because i'm saying i want to be that to be opposite or or the anti you know so social labeled person no i'm not trying to be combative for for no reason i'm trying to say more so like there's something so beautiful in being able to bring everyone to like an even center of saying like i'm no different than you like i'm just a human being you're a human being and your your human experience is very much yours and your own uniqueness to some degree but i think that's but but overall like look how crazy it is that we're both alive in this present moment looking at the same sky like we're still human and we're still here together like that's so wild to think we're all intertwined by the literal most basic thing, which is that we're breathing oxygen and we're being, we're, we're, we're present. Like we're looking at the same sky. Now all the cool little unique, you know, personal journeys to get to where you are in life is great. You know, wherever it may bring you and you'll always have your unique little story behind certain things. However, 
to completely distinguish your life as part of like this small herd of people that only experience this and that's why we're different than you you're almost like again like watering down the human experience if that makes sense like i'm trying to articulate this but yeah i think you're kind of saying how people self-impose labels on yourself like you mentioned that you know people say or you are queer but you don't relate to it and you're not able to relate with others by that late like they say that we're part of the lgbtqia plus plus you know or the two i i don't know the the wi-fi password yeah um the the thing is i i don't i don't like when people and my wi-fi password is not that complex (laughs) i yeah like i don't i don't understand it like i have no problem with anyone that that is part of that community as an individual like i of course not like i love all people that that's not even a question it's more though like why are we putting more emphasis on these little subtitles? Like literally the more you live as your human self, it, it almost just live and, and you will just by exemplifying your like just moving on with your life and just existing to to live and be proud of all these great, you know, great things. Sure. But the moment you start labeling yourself and using that as like a way to get a collective tribe, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're, you're asking for that, that diversity that will only bring prejudice. Like, I don't understand it. I'm not saying for everyone just to fit in and, and just, you know, look like an average person just for the sake of that. I'm saying just live your life. Stop seeking outside validation. Stop having to like live this, this life thinking everyone has to love you or accept you or, or want you to be who you are. Like, I think no. that's the big piece right there is that a lot of people are looking for that 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 self-respect or that self-love or that recognition because right. they want to be unique. They want the attention because, you know, once again, I'm bringing social media back up because almost every episode I bring it up because I think it's all almost interconnected in the state of, of the world that we're in. Of course it, it is. It, it's like in some of that where I'm tying that back to is that we all want that attention we want those numbers of thumbs ups and likes so what we do is we start labeling because it tries to make us unique where we stand out across the everyone's branding people. and marketing themselves um, i mean that's basically what it is social media is the ultimate i just whistled through that social media is like the ultimate media. yeah seriously um social media what are you doing he's trying to mess with this little thing you want to put this little fake laughter yeah Oh my god, horrible. Anyways, so social media is basically the ultimate narcissist, like narcissist. How to be a narcissist one hundred and one is like social media to me because it it everything about social media to me is pretty much gone as the most unnatural form of human expression since it's been a thing. And it's like you see people get anxiety over posts, people, you know, desperately checking likes, people basically having a sex catalog disposable at their fingertips when they're looking through different profiles of people they find attractive or the, you know, notifications in your DMs that represent like a metaphorical devil, like something that's tempting you, right? Mm -hmm. It's exciting because it's something different in your day-to-day life, right? It's like a new message. Who could it be? Regardless, you post on social media not because... You just want to post and like there's it's all joy and dandy. Yeah, that's great. But but I think some people are also because they post because they're proud of it. No, and that's fine. And that's fine. That's the beauty in like being able to maybe in real life, like say, hey, look, I went on a, on a trip and I took a picture with my nice like uh, Nikon. Is that a brand? I Nikon. think camera. <laughs> and, and then you're like 
showing someone the picture in real life and like, wow, that's great. And that's cool. People go skydiving and like, that's awesome. You want to show it. Remember those days where like before social media and, you know, we went on like vacation or we went to like a birthday party and we had to take all this film and we put it in albums and we shared people like photos like here, look at my photos. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's been around for a long time. It has. And the idea is just at a wider scale, but it's it for me, I think social media kind of had this little innocence, right? And just like all things that start out innocent, it becomes corrupt, right? It becomes a dark place where people utilize it for their darkest desires. And social media to me, I think has been adapted slowly with the addition of filters and face tunes and stuff. This is where we saw the tide of social media shift where it's almost like now making us narcissists, right? It's narcissist building because it's telling us it's not giving the seek validation, try to be perfect, try to look unobtainable, try to have the best looking life, create that highlight reel, post, post, post. Now we have reels like TikTok, post, 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 post. It's like there's always something that they're expecting from you, almost like you're giving them your soul, like you're providing them the service for free. And it's and it's shitty because social media can be used for such great things, but then it's turned into this like, I don't know. Social it, media is dark. Social media's downfall in my mind is when it um uh what's the word? Like all of a sudden became money. Like it was after money, they started monetizing. There's the word I'm looking for. You know, yeah, so like when they Facebook monetized your existence, when when, when Facebook <laughs> all of a sudden went public or in Instagram and all those guys is is that's the day when social media started going downhill because they had to find um, tools that make people kind of want to promote themselves and sell themselves to the software. You know, and that's what where the labeling comes from, and that's where I think the labeling and titles and everything else. Um, is now a problem where, and sometimes they're good, but at the other times, you know, there's a lot of prejudice and, you know, misgendering or not gendering, you know, but miss, um, you know, labeling, you know, like it's, 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 it's again, I think, I think people, it's a very touchy subject. I'm not an absolutist in this conversation, so I could be wrong. And I could, I think there could well, we be, we all like our labels. Yeah. There could be a great, I mean, I believe in there's great. And everything, right? I don't believe in the black and white. So there could be specific instances where someone is arguing that, well, like, no, my whole life I've been kind of being told that the the thing that I solely identify with, you know, in just in terms of like characteristics as a person was told not to be. So like someone who was maybe flamboyant and they were told the whole life not to be, they're accepted for being gay, but they're like not able to be flamboyant or whatever. That to me is something that I can see as being like a prime example of that being like, that's kind of sad because now you're telling someone not to be someone who they are naturally. That's completely fine, but forget the word flamboyant, just be you. Even if that means like the literal meaning of flamboyant, like don't, don't buy into those titles and the people who want to use it, fuck those titles. Because at some point, the more you react to it, the more that title has power and emphasis in them because that's why they'll use it they'll see yeah. the, its impact but the more people that collectively who are flamboyant why don't you have that actual title cult you know and then actually believe it without using without having to acknowledge it right how about all flamboyant people right now just come together and say next time someone calls us flamboyant we're not even gonna acknowledge it like who cares boom you just instantly kill the word flamboyant but you don't have to like let everyone know that you just have to embody it because you know why you're not seeking outside validation you yourself know who you are so strongly that you suddenly the 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 effect of what someone would say to you now loses all power and then they yeah. have no power and this is something that i've embodied my whole life this is why when i have been called racist slurs or 
you know, homophobic slurs or whatever slur, because <laughs> everyone, you know, just goes through it at some point. Like we're human. Everyone has someone who's an asshole about something personal. And, and, and those things, when you hear them, whether you're a kid or, or even as an adult, is is they're they're actually kind of a um a, a confidence killer. Like in some aspects, like it, you really start like at least for myself, like you know, through different you know pastimes and things like that, you know. Not necessarily I was ever like bullied or things like that, but it's like if someone says, oh, that's weird or or even just the question, why are you doing that? Like as in where they give that look on why are you doing that as in they're questioning you on like doing something kind of goes to that kind of, you know, not everyone's you, piece. not everyone's. You. And it, it's those things are basically hurtful at that, at that, you know, moments of time. Now, as I've gotten older, I've learned to, if someone says, why are you doing that? I, I honestly don't care what they think. Like but I'm doing, going, I'm beauty. going to do what it is. That's and it's taken me a very long time to come to that point is accepting and being confident of who I am. I don't need to prove myself. I don't need those labels. I don't need things like that, but others do. And, and I guess at the end yeah. of the day, if, if the labels are, there and there's no harm in people they're not forcing them but that's how that person identifies or you know they thinks themselves and and that's the fine just line. don't identify embody live it Correct. live yeah. it live it stop you don't need stop to be forceful and saying i am outside this validation. I, am, I, don't, I don't care what you are just be who you it's it's so tiring to just have to worry and be like so politically correct about every little thing like i grew up in a generation where you were able to make fun of yourself make fun of your insecurities make fun of where you come from just for the sake of taking the the piss out of it and just being like ha 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 we can all laugh about ourselves equally this is so much fun but there's always having to be that one person in the room that gets a little butt hurt and then everyone has to like whimper and and then walk on eggshells and it's like that's not a way to live life you live life fearlessly mm -hmm. yourself of course you have to like you know have respect and you know you know, I don't know, just be a decent human to some degree, but like you can still live your fucking life and, and, and own who you are so confidently. Like as I've gotten older, I, I genuinely know myself so well. I don't give a shit about what title someone wants to put on me, what label, what slur, what, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. I don't care because I'm not seeking outside validation. I'm seeking my own acceptance where I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, did I live a good life? Like, did I do good today? Am I, am I doing, continuing to do good? Am I, am I, you know, regressing? Like, what is it that I need to work on? Those things are great because that's the only thing I can literally control is myself and how I feel, not anyone else. Oh my God, this is so obvious, but it's like the yeah. most crazy and, thing when you actually in, invoke it into your life. And, and I think another area where labels are often um, misused or um, something like that, I don't know what the word is, is, is more in like the workplace. You know, like we, we get so hung up on job titles and saying, well, I'm a manager or I'm a director. You need to like those things like in the in the corporate little world. I don't know. Well, that's you know, what I'm not trying to reform because I just know that's impossible. You need titles in order to kind of categorize where people are actually like what their job description is. You need that title to kind of really like, I don't know, catapult you into yeah, but there's the a whole difference world from what the, of the, that the, the, the job description is like a supervisor's versus a manager. Like you supervise a team, you manage a team. Like I get that. That's a part of the actual your task at hand. I'm talking like more when it gets to like I am a like X and more from a hierarchy like people standpoint as in I am higher than you. 
I have the higher label. That's more the part I'm talking about. Not necessarily like your job description, your job titles explaining what you do. Like there are some people out there that are saying, well, I'm vice president. You need to tell me. No, I know that. I know that. I but, mean, but it I'm also, just saying that's not starts... healthy for anything. Yeah. So then you can still apply it then to that and say that like, okay, well, if you're going to be a vice president of something, then just be the vice president. Just stop going around and saying right. you're the vice president. But again, it, it sounds ridiculous because I feel like anyone who is in a work environment sees someone like that automatically should know that that person's a clown and that that person should not be taken seriously because they just are seeking your a actual outside validation. And that's sad. That's a sad thing. I look at that person like, oh, sad. You're seeking outside validation. Like you must be tired living your whole life just wanting yeah, all exactly. 8 billion people to love you and all of them to bow down and respect you in some form of, you know, whether it's at work or just your personal life. Like, hey, do you know I'm a manager? Like, get me a drink. <laughs> get me a drink, bitch. I don't know. I think this whole episode kind of ties into that, you know, the fact that just stop seeking outside validation, own your fucking self, you know, stop. And don't look at people either and label them because it's yeah. kind of like stereotyping in a sense. And if Basically, you do, if you do, guess what? If you do go outside and label people, oh, fucking well, cool. Go ahead and do it. But eventually you'll realize that there's going to be a, enough people that are going to realize and open up their eyes that like they don't give a fuck whatever you think of them. And then you're going to start feeling like the dumbass that's the only one laughing at your own joke. Like, yeah, look at that queer. Or, or it's going <laughs> right, to turn guys? around and... Or it's going to turn around and come back to you as in like now all of a sudden you're mislabeled or you're misstereotyped. Well, that's and, how the argument and starts. And it's just kind of like, okay, you did it to everyone else. Be the bigger person. This is how the argument starts, right? Someone calls you out on something, then you're butt hurt, and you now are seeking the, you know, you, you feel like you're misunderstood. So now you're fighting to prove that you're not the thing that they're calling you in a negative way. So now you're arguing and then you call them something, you know that hurts them and now you're both ironically seeking validation in each other when you both are fighting and saying nasty things to each other and then look you're this is this is exactly the vicious cycle that starts how about someone in the conversation or argument is actually the bigger person and then just be like huh and i think a lot of it is that a lot of people assume where all of a sudden it's like oh you're this and i'm like no and then all of a sudden they get defensive and that's when those whole arguments start is because you're you're going through assuming and labels and you're assuming stereotypes mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden people just get defensive because everyone's on edge in the world you know so you know it's kind of like i'm looking at you it's like why are you mad at me you're like i'm not mad at you and then all of a sudden it just kind of goes it's like those questions are like but those are like petty things like I'm not... i know but a lot of people do it but that's not long. related that's not related really to like it is if all of a sudden like if you're labeling someone and i'm like oh you're this i'm like no like, and that's where that mislabeling is where if, I'm getting uh, at. No, I'm talking more like if someone gave me a dirty look and and I was like, why are you giving me a dirty look? And they were all like, I wasn't giving you a dirty look while they're giving me a dirty look. I'm like, but you literally are. I don't know if it's like you're intentionally doing it, but like your face is actually making a stank face. Like that's just me being funny, petty. Like it's not actually serious. Like I'm not like, <gasps> you labeled me a dumb stank face bitch. Like, no, <laughs> like that's obviously stupid that's like a very extreme situation but if if yeah no if someone was just being petty bitchy like or whatever that's fine like those types of things should just make you laugh for the simple fact that like yeah. a human's just being a human they're being a dumb bitch today like ah, you know it's not serious but people like i said take things way too seriously i can be sensitive sometimes but i can differentiate when something was actually a personal attack because i'm smart like that and i can read people like a fucking like like what can i read them like I can read them like something, okay? <laughs> I can't read them. Um, 
what was what was I saying? I feel like this last bong rip just honestly yeah, took me out. What you doing? Because we smoked whatever remaining little things were in there. Little nuggets. Little nugs. Little. I had those couple of more nugs. Oh no, you're just more saying like um, you know how to read people and distinguish between more I of can, like personal attacks yeah. versus. You know, something that's more of like mislabeling, I think, is what you're saying. I can read people as far as my contact prescription allows and, and me. And then I think a lot of that is, um, which is really bad. And um, and I think some of it is is that just knowing the person and yeah. knowing and, yeah. and also the context around things also is it's the important piece, you know. Point is, I think any argument is going to happen in life. It's going to happen, right? Just whatever. What I'm referencing is just let the emphasis die out on the title being your identity. Stop. Just live it. Be it. Who cares? Stop seeking outside validation. If someone's an asshole, they're an Gain asshole. Gain the confidence. You can call someone an asshole for being an asshole. That's fine. But don't be like, respect me and respect my label. Like, no. that No. That'll never, that'll never work. It'll never work on me. I'll sure as hell never let someone speak to me like that. And Especially then, if someone know. comes to you very aggressive over it. Yeah, no. You know, like, I think maybe once you get to know this person, like, something's different. Like, it, whatever. Like, it, it depends on the context. I, yeah. From my side, you know. If like, someone's calling you, like, actual racial fucked up terms and screaming at you and saying all these things, slurs, not even terms, whatever, slurs. Then yeah, you can obviously say you're an you're acting like an asshole. You are exemplifying what scum human looks like, scum mm -hmm. shit human looks like. And I'm sorry that that's you. Bye. Walk away and 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 don't fight back by saying because I'm this ethnicity or I'm this race or I'm this queer or I'm this that. And you better respect me because when you do that, you instantly gave them the power because they saw like, oh my God, I triggered them based off of this. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, you're a fucking asshole. Like you're just an, you're a sad example of a human. You say that and that doesn't even give them the, the, the validation that they were seeking in you by insulting you to validate their fucking own terror. Like they, they want to get, they feed off of that 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 um trigger that that you they get from you and mm -hmm. that in itself it's all validation seeking it's just so wild as a natural observer right i'm a very extroverted introvert i talk like a fucking wild crackhead right but then the moment i'm off that's labeling the mic yeah, right okay there we go see sorry <laughs> i'm like a bird i'm just kidding no i'm I get hyper sometimes because I'm really passionate and I have these outbursts where I shout things out on my mind because I think way faster than I'm able to speak so I can't keep up. But then I, I don't want to talk after that. That's why yeah. the podcast is like my outlet because then I, I'm silent and then I just love to watch. I love to watch people. I love to You're almost kind of the, observe the, the voice that um, others may not have or, or that others don't have the confidence in speaking or you know they can't fully art articulate a thought. Like, I can barely you know, articulate a thought. I meant more as in, you know, if if others are thinking the same thing, there's probably hundreds of others that are thinking the same thing as you are, but, you know, they don't necessarily have that, um, you know, personality that can actually speak forward and, you know, or agree to the same thing. So I think, you know, it's, you know, nice that, you know, for yourself that you do think through these things and become that passionate type of person. I, think, I think that's good. I think, thank you. I, I mean, that, I appreciate that. I think as I, I breathe, like that, that's it. I Nothing is a premeditated thing. For the most part, like it has to come natural to my head because I think then it's disingenuous to my character. Like, yeah. I think that if I were to be someone rehearsed and premeditated, I think I would end up fucking distorting whatever it is that I 
pre-planned or premeditated because then my natural thoughts will just flow and completely disrupt whatever the hell I even was yeah. rehearsing in my head. I have to speak from the heart. I have to speak every single time as as authentically as I can, as truly as I can. And, and, and to be honest, I don't try hard to do that. I yeah. really, in fact, I try to refrain the opposite. I try to like in my head say, refrain that thought. Just remember what you were going to say. Stop that thought. Stop it from happening. You're trying to focus mm -hmm. on this thought and finish it. Articulate yourself well by, you know, speaking in a way that is real, not in a way that's trying to sound uh, appropriate or, you know, intellectual. Just yeah. fucking speak, you know, and that's something that I, I, you know, feel like I do a good job with, but I also feel like I could f refine it, you know, more. But yeah, anyway, unrelated. But yeah, so um, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I tried to be a voice to some degree, and I know that you are well, a voice to the, me. I think that's the thing of a podcast is in my mind, as in it's the outlet of it's the voice that it's, it's the voice that others can't necessarily speak, and there's nothing wrong with that. The reason why they can't speak, you know, like it, it's yeah, podcasts are relatable, and I think that you're giving that outlet, and I think that's good. Because it's so. human speech. It's it's you know the ability to to speak and have conversations amongst one so another. I'm going to label you as a good speaker and a good podcaster. But again, when you say, I think the difference what I'm talking about during this whole labeling titles thing is more I, social ideologies rather than descriptive titles of of I don't know like descriptive titles of like of a objective or a an act an act of doing like. To be an observer, you're an observer. You're, I'm, I'm kind of calling you an observer, which is a, a label, I guess, or title of something that is an action, uh, like a verb. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so dumb. <laughs> this is where my brain is like, I know what I know, but I can't say it. You're, you're kind of saying that saying that someone's an observer is not necessarily a label because they're actually doing that action. It's like a fact. Like it, it's like it, a it, factual it, description it, of someone. It, it, I guess. It's, it's, I don't it's, know. That's an adjective. Um, you know, the, the person, the, the, you know, the, <laughs> Wait, well, the, you're the person is a, a you know, and an observer that, that, that an observer is the person. Oh, okay. so then, then the verb is of observing because it's actually happening. You're observing. Yeah. Okay. Duh. Okay. Kareem, we've been out of school for too long. Definitely no, fifth graders are smarter than me. I'm honestly a hundred percent positive on that. I would bet on that and, and saying, but um, don't worry. I get my, you know, noun verb, you know, whatever that's called relations articles articles when people speak without articles it always makes me crack up that's one thing i will say when people say you're going to bathroom yeah i'm opening door like when i hear people talk like like that all the time and it makes me laugh because it's well, like it's kind of cute in, in broken english as in like but kind of annoying know, i, I work with you know a lot of different countries and you know have a different you know dialogues dialects language things whatever they call yeah but i'm not really talking about people but i'm, I'm talking about that a lot of other countries you know they don't know when to put the uh, the in the a and those that is completely fine because i'm not even referring to anyone foreign i'm talking about people born and raised in the u.s <laughs> i'm talking about people literally like born and raised in the u.s well, that's like, our lovely education system was for you. hooked on phonics with me okay we were hooked on phonics back in elementary school on that good good you know hooked on phonics was actually the worst thing ever. I remember those Did pages just help you? ripping out easily. Probably not. I mean, clearly, look, I'm struggling. Uh, but, but you know, anyone who was in school and used Hooked on Phonics and was born and raised here or just was born and raised in a country that speaks predominantly English, like whatever, I don't know. 
I hope I'm not offending anyone here. I don't because I don't know what I'm trying to say other than the fact that it's weird when people you don't know, know how articles. To use articles. Yeah, when people don't know how to use articles. But right. speak English. So. On that note. On that note, I, I'm sure we had some intent with this podcast, but we got lost in the sauce. And lost in the sauce. We got blown in the, in the smoke. And the high hit us. The high hit us. But this is the fun part of talking because it doesn't have to be so serious all the time. There's passion and passion's fun, but passion is a, doesn't always mean it's serious. It could just be lighthearted passion or... I think at the end of the day, whether the passion is there or not, um, it's passion that we like life. Passion, yeah. All right, so... Um, so guys, just be open-minded. Don't take things so seriously. Be easy on yourself. You're kicking it. You're, you're alive. Be that's confident. Just, that's the most beautiful thing that we all share in common is that we're all alive and, um, we look at the same sky. If we can look at the same sky, metaphorically, you get it. Um, and, uh, live life just trying to work on yourself and only control the things that you can control within yourself and no one else. Because when you live that way, I'm telling you the manifestation of your own success happens right before you. And it's like a gift. It's like a superpower. And you're like, wow, the brain is actually way more powerful than I thought, you know? So sure. anyways, the high atus and high atus, <laughs> the high atus. And that's, that's the ultimate title, the high atus. The hiatus. The hiatus title or label. On that note. Bye, everyone. Adios.